shut the front door. <laughs> Love Island, Josh. It has kicked off. Fucking hell. <laughs> Treem, uh, episodes what episode seven uh, of Treem Trash Rules Everything Around Me, a podcast all about trash television, and we've been focusing on Love Island. And Josh, Love Island has kicked into gear in a big way. Oh my god, it's it's gone from top gear to topper gear. Nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> when when did we last record? Was it last Friday? Uh, yeah, last Friday. Yeah. And the things are kind of settled into a bit of a bit of a dull phase people were kind of there were a lot of couples looking good everyone was pretty happy nothing was really happening and shit escalated quick 48 hours everything goes from like oh everything's fine to world war ii breaking out someone assassinated franz ferdinand somewhere (laughs) that's a different war listeners i am aware but there's no single right. Hitler invaded Poland in Love Island. I guess is Megan Hitler is Wes Poland. In this case, I think yeah, Megan is Hitler in that analogy. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, or yeah, is Laura Fer- Franz Ferdinand? I don't, I don't think it really works. Does no, it? it's it doesn't scan, but it sounds good if you don't think about it. Who's Heydrich? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Adam? He's evil enough. He yeah. is evil enough. So, in terms of the... Uh, moving swiftly on. So, in terms of the big events, obviously, we start off with... Probably with with Megan and uh, ditching EL, not feeling something's right, and then going for Wes straight away. Well, their relationship really hit problems when they had a sit-down conference where they discussed how they should be more fun. Yeah, it was, you know, it was literally the opposite of fun, wasn't it? (laughs) It was like, right, let's be fun from three until five this afternoon. (laughs) That seems to be the time for that. I've looked at the charts. The other couples are having the most time between three and five. So we should join them. Yeah, it was really, really bad. And just like, you know, I was completely on Megan's side when she was like, you have fun or you don't. You can't pre-plan it or arrange it or request it. No, it's like exactly. sexual chemistry, Josh. You can't force it. Yeah, it's like Marvin Gaye said, that you only get that sexual healing when you get that feeling. Yeah. And <laughs> I think that's something we can all learn from, is you can never know when you're going to get that feeling and mm. need sexual healing. It could come any time. It, c- it could come any time. you can't say, <laughs> I require sexual healing at 8.45. In the words of Marvin Gaye, let's get it on yeah, exactly. and talk more about this. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that that was kind of obviously the, the first sign that something was up. Um, and Megan was kind of starting to get bristled and a bit annoyed about him. Mm. And then just instantly decided to break up. She'd had enough. Um, was there something else? I felt like there was something else, but maybe there wasn't. Maybe it was just the fun chat. 
that killed the, it. The fun chat was like the final nail in the coffin because she kind of came to the realization that you know they have sex and that's it really. And they had that really hilarious discussion where she was like, "Well, you know, we get into bed and you don't say anything to me, we don't talk." And he was like, "Well, you literally put your hands on my dick as soon as we get into bed. What do you want me to say?" <laughs> <laughs> thank you. A thank you would be nice. It's a fair point. Yeah. A fair point, you know. It's true. And then him being like, oh, you definitely just fall asleep straight after the cum. Yeah, which is... I'm going to edit that out. That wasn't a good comment. <laughs> please, please do. Um, please do. Uh, yeah, so obviously that argument, I think, kind of basically was the end. Um, and, you know, in true, in true kind of... Love Island style, she immediately went to the next person. And in this case, she was just kind of sat chatting to, I think it was to Samira, and Wesley she just walked over and she kind of like burst into hysterics, being like, yeah, Wesley just makes me laugh. I just, oh God, I really fancy him. I've always um, loved him, despite us never sharing any screen time together before. Hmm. Yeah, it, and, you know, then she made the move. A move that Adam would have been proud of, I think. Um, <laughs> what a move it was. I mean, Real. it was... Bo- it was. She has... I mean, what's the equivalent of big brass bollocks? Is it big brass tits? I don't I know. I was just going to say she's got big dick energy. Big dick energy, yes. She's like, as every think piece this week has said, you don't have to be a man to have big dick energy. And I think she has got big dick energy. She just swings it round and is like... Fucking, you're going to be mine, baby. So how would we describe to a listener that hasn't heard or isn't au fait with the meme Big Dick Energy? <laughs> Big Dick Energy is the is the aura that you get from someone who you would imagine or visibly has a big dick. They have that swagger that makes it seem like they're lugging a hefty log in between their thighs. And... Uh, Let's have some examples. John Hamm. Mm. Justin Theroux. Mm. Rihanna. Mm. Uh, uh, was <laughs> Kate Blanchett. She came up a lot. Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. I, can't, I, I don't see that. Well, yeah. Well, I, I don't know, you know. She mm. is. I think it's basically just fierce. It's just the word fierce, but recontextualized. Yeah, one of my favourite things, a tweet, I'm sorry, I I can't remember who said it, so I can't credit you, but um, they said they were on, like, Hampstead Heath, and they asked for a Rizzler from someone who looked him dead in the eyes and said, I only smoke straights, I'm rich. (laughs) (laughs) Which is huge dick energy, I think. Serious BDE. Yeah, fantastic. Hello! Uh, It's your boy Josh here. Unfortunately... We had a catastrophic error while editing this show in that I found out that it hadn't uh, uploaded the next 20 minutes of Nick, my co-host's audio. Um, so we've we've had a bit of back and forth with the provider of the service that we use, Cast. And uh, we've decided... So basically, there's no way of getting Nick's audio back, which is a shame. But why... Why let the incredible content that we recorded go to waste? So what I'm about to play to you for the next 20 minutes is just my side of the conversation 
and uh, you can enjoy that. Or you can uh, you can try and work out what I'm responding to. Nick's obviously a lot funnier than I am, so come up with your own jokes. And um, yeah, or you could play with a friend. Both of you could pretend to be me. I don't know. Anyway, uh, enjoy. We'll be back with a proper episode soon. Love you. Bye. Um, but this, yeah, so, seeing as we're on this, and, uh, we love a feature, don't we? Who do you think's got the big, biggest big dick energy in the, in the villa? <laughs> Jiggle! Who's... <laughs> That's very good. You got it! Big dick energy. Yes, a hundred percent. Yeah. Give us a kiss. Like a grandma on her deathbed. Give us a kiss. <laughs> I don't know. It feels more evocative. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, but he's, yeah, but he's, he, right, there's a difference between having a big dick and having big dick energy. That is important. I think Wes, it, it's not big dick energy, it's just, I don't know, there's something missing from him. From He doesn't really have a swagger, he just walks around very awkwardly and I think one of the best moments from the episode that just went is when he went over to apologise to Laura when she was sitting with the girls and she was like, I don't want to go over and speak to you. And he started apologizing to her and then got bored halfway through his apology, started playing with something on his skin, on his arm, and then just wandered off. <laughs> That's the thing. I don't think it is. I think Big Dick Energy would have walked in. <clears throat> Sorry. Big Dick Energy would have walked in and given the apology and brought, made Laura think that it was her idea to break up. That's the sort of thing that I think Big Dick Energy can do. He was sort of scared little boy who happens to have a big dick. That was it. She is playing an absolute blinder, though. Yeah, uh, no, Megan. Someone tweeted, I think. I can't remember who it was. Um, but she tweeted, like, oh, you can really see that she used to be a stripper because of her mannerisms and the way she's able to get men to basically, well, you can't give money in in Love Island, but you can give love. Do you know what I mean? So she can just like, she's soliciting love and getting, 
like with the little uh little lip bites and all that sort of like hair tosses i might leave this bit out because i feel like the person who tweeted that was a woman and i feel like a man saying it's very bad <laughs> yeah maybe yeah so megan huh <laughs> Uh, yeah, Megan, very big dick energy. Uh, who else? George, I don't think any of them, any of the others really do. No. No, they just chill. Isle, just floaty weird man. Um, the only other one possible, that's it. I was going to say the bird acts like he's trying his best to emulate big dick energy, but he's not really carrying it off. And it just seems a bit tragic <laughs> and confusing. Um, after professing my love for him last week <laughs> or whatever it was, I now think he's a bit weird. That's true. <clears throat> Very true. But fair play, crack on. <laughs> I, I don't understand. Yeah, like in, uh, in the chat they were having earlier when they had to vote off one boy and one girl. Brilliant stroke, I thought, making it so that they weren't tied to their couples when you could vote them off. Absolutely incredible. But when they were all like, we can't get rid of Zara because she's Adam's and Adam is our boy. I was like, do you not see who this man is? Have you not seen the things he's done? <laughs> Have you not seen the Women's Aid article or at least the tweet about it? Come on. No, I mean, that's true, but... Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Good chat. All right, let's abandon the big dick energy for now. Let's go on to what's the other big thing? Uh, Megan and Isle. Oh, no, we've done that. <laughs> Wes and Laura. We didn't really talk about the speed at which Wes was happy, questioned his entire existence, and then decided he needed to have a quarter-life crisis.
fair play. What is that? Right. It's fine. Yeah. Is it like game theory? Okay, so they both have to pick each other, and that's the only way both of them stay in. If either of them deviate from that, then the one who has lost... What happens if they both choose the new one? Right, okay, got you. Love conquers all. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's more than a lot of us get in our lifetime. Nice! <laughs> oh my god. It is absolutely disgraceful that they kept him on saying, oh, we just don't think he's had enough chances. It's like, he's had so many chances. And when he half gets what he what he believes he deserves, what he believes to be entitled, what he believes himself to be entitled to, and she doesn't feel how she thought she did. Because honestly, a lot of people, I've had a lot of, discussions i was gonna say arguments but you can't really argue about love island because it's fucking trash but i had a lot of discussions about whether ellie played alex i don't think she did yeah Yeah. 
it didn't work. Yeah, exactly. I've opened the door for her every single time she went out to the garden. I've asked her what kind of tea she has instead of just making it. I, uh, I wax my pubes without her asking. Yeah, he's just fucking inept. And also, yeah, there's nothing, there is nothing sexier in a relationship than constantly talking about the relationship and not, I don't know, exploring mutual interests or, you know, just having a laugh. I don't know. Yeah, just berate her and call her a tease, say she's playing games. Just scream at her, basically. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> in the words, in the words of OK Go. Get, 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 get over it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Back when they were making good music instead of just music videos that have a song attached to them. We could do that. Well, you know what? Okay, go. I think it's finally okay for you to go. Yeah. How are you going to respond to that off a Love Island podcast? Answer your critics! <laughs> yeah. Banter. Banter. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like a yeah exactly he's just a negative person I don't mean that in terms of he's a down person I mean that he's 
other people exude an energy. He sucks it all. He's a very like he's like a black hole of a person. And I still I mean if if he is like a dementor, but for any sort of spontaneity or natural chemistry, he will if he if he hints if he if he senses a hint of natural chemistry, he will analyze it to the point of death and try to get whoever he fills it with to reinforce that chemistry for him. <laughs> Rather than like, I don't know, be himself. Or maybe this is himself and he's just a cunt. Very doing. Yeah. I have been going I've been going buck wild, mate. Every day in the office, the first thing I do, I get in, I I take off my well, I don't take off my jacket, it's too hot. I get in, sit down, immediately turn to whoever's near me, whether I know them or not, and I say, Did you see Love Island last night? And just that's a good two minutes of chat and then I go back to silence for eight hours. But it's great. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Um, yeah, no, I fucking love it. In fact, I watched it tonight with both my housemates. Uh, one of them has never watched Love Island before either. And he is just, he loves it. like a It's like a zoo, but for failed emotional experiments. It's brilliant. I, I, I can't believe it. I'm I, no. <clears throat> they look like librarians. <laughs> yeah. But I heard I've heard that all of them are exes. This is what I've heard. So I've been so I heard that they were gonna send in Jack's ex, who apparently really wants him back. I heard this from someone at work. Someone at work. And I guess if they're putting them all in a house, it makes sense to make them all exes and go full like ex on the beach style, which would be carnage. And I could not wait. So ITV2 producers, do it. You never know. Exactly. There's nothing someone likes more in times of stress than nostalgia. 
comfort and nostalgia. So reliving a burned out flame might seem more appealing than setting ablaze the new one. <laughs> a vengeful, spiteful, and abusive man. <laughs> a giant. I really, I, I really think that all of them are my soulmate, and I cannot wait to crack on with all of them. <laughs> oh no, it's basically the same accent. Black <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> potato. Fucking. Jesus. Um, what are your predictions? Well, I mean, it's hard to say because we don't know what's going to happen. I immediately regret asking you that. Mm. Yeah. Isn't that a, yeah. Life goes past pretty fast sometimes. If you don't stop and look around, you might miss it. That's Ferris Bueller. <laughs> so I think we should all take a lesson from that, apart from never cast a paedophile in your film. Uh, the headmaster. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, it is very bad casting. Um, but you live and learn. You live and learn. Oh God. Um, I reckon that's about that about wraps it up really, for for now. The same. No, it's uh, I already do Instagram for work. I don't want to do another one. It's too much. Uh, and remember, please keep your ratings and reviews coming in. We've got thirteen ratings at the moment, and I'm a very I'm a very superstitious man, so that needs to change. So either one of you delete them or give us some more. That'd be better. <laughs> and uh, yeah, like as we've said before, send in your reviews or do it on iTunes or whatever, and we'll read them out in our voices, and we'll say your name on an on an official Love Island podcast. That's not true. But on an official Love Island podcast, we will say your name. <laughs> That's very true. We'll accommodate for that, yeah. Uh, cool. So we'll be back in a few days, I think. Oh, yeah. <gasps> I 
I love, oh, I can't wait. I've gone from, I tell you what, before I started this, watching the show, I thought this is, I get it. I get why it's popular, but I wish it wasn't because it just exposes the basest, most, the ugliest side of humanity of watching. It's just like gossip. But as the weeks have gone on, I'm like, you know what? This is, this deserves every BAFTA it's ever got. This deserves, it should be put in the Louvre. It should be in the Smithsonian. They should have Caroline Flack's hairpiece in the in the Tower of London, right next to the crown jewels. It is a goddamn masterpiece. If I, I'm never proud to be British. This is the only thing. <laughs> so fellas out there, if you're feeling lost, if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like we don't know where our place is in the European Union, in the world, in the universes, then just look towards a little villa on the Isle of Mallorca and know that that show is British. <laughs> Thanks. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, that's what you get at this podcast. We're outside the system. We're not beholden to any <laughs> stakeholders. What are they talking about? <laughs> Damn it! That's what we need. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. Well, we could try. We could try. We could try cracking onto each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do bits. Yeah. Uh thank you so much. I have been Josh. And we love you very much. Goodbye. <laughs>